fishbowl, super secret mini soda. <laughs> so basically, we recorded an episode of uh, Zombie Fishbowl with mermaids, and I had more I wanted to say. So we're doing a mini sode. Welcome to Zombie Fishbowl mini sode. Yeah, it's the first of hopefully a few that we'll do. So yeah. Melanie's going to lead this one with her mer-tales. And I'm just going to sit here and go, ooh, ah, ooh, cool. Me? And then <laughs> then later in the future, when undoubtedly there's a topic that I have a hell of a lot more to talk about, I'll do one where I'm the one doing all the talking and Melanie's the one going, ooh, ah, hee. Wee. And just for the... <laughs> uh, um, your own well just to warn you um i'm drinking currently because where i am it's eight o'clock at night and i can do that yeah because i wish i could drink right now <laughs> someday mm. we have to have a drunk episode mm-hmm. i think it would be so much fun i want to do drunk conspiracy theories <gasps> oh my god it sounds glorious <laughs> it does so we just recorded an episode about mermaids and it was really fun and um, I think we covered a lot of really cool stuff, but there are some mer creatures that I wanted to bring up. Mostly, of course, I want to go yokai because it's my thing and I felt really bad about yokai week because I got so fucking sick so I couldn't really like inundate all of you guys with just dozens of yokai like I really wanted to. Thankfully, some fall under this mer creature, mer people, merfolk category. Merfolk. But before I get into yokai, I wanted to bring up selkies real quick, because selkies are lovely. Generally, in the traditions of Orkney and Shetland lore, you have selkies, which are seals that will um, occasionally take off their coats and wander wander the land as women. Sometimes men, mostly women in the tales. Um, they'll hide their coats so that they can still put them back on and go back into the water. But in a lot of the stories, they meet a man, they make babies, they have a little life together, and the man will find the coats and hide it to keep the woman from going back to the ocean. There's this really, really beautiful uh, children's movie called yeah, Secret of the Kells. Yeah, my, my children love that movie. It makes me cry like a little baby every time I watch it. I, I cry really hard. I cry a lot. I'm a big crier. But that movie really kind of rips my guts out. Oh, no, 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 no not Secret of the Kells. Uh, Song of the Sea. That was it. Okay. Song of the Sea. Fucking beautiful, man. My heart. My children love it. My heart. My poor heart. So, wanted to bring up Selkies just because it felt inappropriate not to mention them. But now, we'll get into some yokai. Yay! Some delicious, beautiful yokai. If you've missed it in the couple of dozen times that I may have mentioned them, yokai are generally Japanese spirits or creatures. Um, in the mythology, they can be very strange. They can be very spooky. Sometimes they're even just like urban legends, much like we have a hookman. They have uh, some really good, good ghosty ones. But most of the time I, lo- I love them because they're just strange and, and uh, bizarre. So... If you are a fan of anime and of Studio Ghibli, you may have seen Ponyo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you know Ponyo? Yes. Now, Ponyo is very, very sweet. Ponyo is a very cute little movie, but the kind of creature that, I, that Ponyo is was very confusing to me because I did not actually know this. It was a strange little fish thing with a little child's face. Yeah. 
and that is actually called a niño. Niño, like the Spanish word for child, child, boy, boy, child. N N I N G Y O, niño. Okay. Um, niño are neat. Sometimes they're described as uh, they are described with a monkey's mouth with small teeth like a fish's, shining golden scales, and a quiet voice like a skylark or a flute. Its flesh is pleasant tasting, and anyone who eats it will attain remarkable longevity. However, catching a niño was believed to bring storms and misfortunes, so fishermen who caught these creatures were said to throw them back into the sea. A niño washed onto the beach was an omen of war or calamity. Mm. So there's some really great stories about niño. Um, one of the most famous is Yao Bikuni. Yao Bikuni. And there are two different tellings of it. One of them, story tells how a fisherman who lived in Wakasa province once caught an unusual fish. In all his years fishing, he had never seen anything like it. So he invited his friends over to sample its meat. One of the guests, however, peeked into the kitchen, noticed that the head of this fish had a human face, and warned the others not to eat it. So when the fisherman finished cooking and offered his guest the ningyo's grilled flesh, they secretly wrapped it in paper and hid it on their person so they could be discarded on it so it could be discarded on their way home. But one man, drunk on sake, forgot to throw the strange fish away. This man had a little daughter who demanded a present when her father arrived home, and he carelessly gave her the fish. Coming to his senses, the father tried to stop her from eating it, fearing that she would be poisoned, but he was too late, and she finished it all. But as nothing particularly bad seemed to happen to the girl afterwards, the man did not worry about it for long. Years passed, and the girl grew up and was married. But after that, she did not age. She kept the same youthful appearance while her husband grew old and died. After many years of perpetual youth and being widowed again and again and again, the woman became a nun and wandered through various countries, planting trees wherever she went. Finally, she returned to her hometown in Wakasa, where she ended her life at the age of 800 years. Um, so in this story, she's known as the 800-year-old nun, Yaupikuni. There is the There are these three trees, three cedars of togakushi, that are said that she planted them in her final years, and they still stand to this day. They're said to be 800 years old. Then there was another one. One day a fisherman caught a mermaid in the ocean, or a ningyo. The poor creature begged for its life, but the fisherman didn't listen, and he killed it. He brought the meat home to where he lived with his family and three children. The following day, when he was out fishing, his hungry children crept into the storage box in the kitchen and gorged themselves on the mermaid flesh. Soon after, their bodies began to change. Their skin sprouted scales like that of a fish. At the end of the torment, they died. The father was racked with grief and bitterly regretted his actions, but it was too late. In a dream, a divine messenger told him, to save your children's souls, make a pilgrimage to Tokagushi, Togagushi, and plant three cedar trees to honor them. The father did as he was told and traveled the 400 kilometers to Togagushi to plant the trees. These trees are still there, called the Sanbonsugi of Togagushi. Three cedars of Tokagushi, where they are worshipped in, in a Shinto shrine. In a Shinto shrine. So these three trees are revered and, and held as a Shinto shrine. And 
in all retellings of the story, they are in reference to a ningyo. Okay. So that I thought was fun. And there's two more yokai because, you know, it's a mini soap. We'll keep it short. Yeah. 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 And of course, I cannot do an episode about merfolk without mentioning kappas. Kappas? What are those? Kappas are bizarre. Kappas, you'll see them a lot in uh, anime. It's um, a really, really popular yokai in uh, Japanese culture. It is also known as a river child or river boy. It is an amphibious yokai, demon or imp. Uh, they are typically depicted as green human-like beings with webbed hands and feet with a turtle-like mouth, um, a turtle-like shell on their back, and a depression on their heads, like a dish that holds water. And it's believed that they get their power from keeping their dish wet. If their dish gets dry, their power is depleted, they're weakened, they may even die. Mm. Now, Kappa are wily, trickstery strange creatures they it's considered good luck to have a kappa in your home because they they generally live in like small ponds small small bodies of water so if you have a property and you have a small body of water and you have a kappa in there it's it's great luck it's great fortune to have one even though they have a tendency to want to drown people (laughs) but they're also they're extremely honorable they will never break a promise they will eat almost anything they they are particularly fond of raw innards cucumbers and particularly human anuses Ooh, love me yeah. anus. gotta love an anus um more specifically they they to remove remove a mythical organ called the shirikodama from the victim's anus it's a mythological organ doesn't really exist but to kappas it does okay yeah that makes sense does it Mm-hmm. Does, yeah. does really? No. <laughs> but I'm getting I'm getting buzzed, so I don't really care. <laughs> so just go with it. Mm-hmm. Um, they're proud and stubborn, stubborn, but also fiercely honorable. They'll never break any promises they make. They possess a keen intelligence and one of the few yokai able to learn human language. They're also highly knowledgeable about medicine and the art of setting bones. But again. They're, they're not particularly friendly. If you wander too close to their little body of water, they are keen on drowning you. Um, but they are revered as like a Shinto water god because they do tend to bring gr- good fortune. It's basically like if if your property has a body of water and a kappa moves in, it's thought to mean that your property is, uh, is blessed. Right. You know what I mean? Now, on the other end of that, you have the Kappa's cousin. And this I did mention on Yokai Week, which is the... Motherfucker, I lost it. I didn't get a chance to write all these down, so I just have, like, eight pages I'm opening up at a time. Oh, the Suiko, which is the bloodthirsty, soul-sucking cousin of the Kappa. Mm. Is it a female? So much? Uh, no, mostly male. Oh. Or, you know, genderless. I don't think they really have a gender. Okay, cool. Not not totally, sir. I, I just assume because it's an asshole, it's a male. So I guess that's that's on me. I just assume because it's like blood sucking that it's a female. Ah, how interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, the Suiko, much like the Kappa, live in small bodies of water. And it is thought, you know, you assume when a strange creature moves into your, water, you, uh, your body of water that you assume it's a Kappa. 
uh, whereas Zuko is much the opposite. It's bad luck. It's bad fortune. They also like to drown people, but in the process, they like to take them down to the bottom, suck out their blood, eat their souls, and then deliver the soulless, bloodless corpse to the surface just to taunt and fuck with everybody else who lives there. Nice. Yeah, they're they're jerks. They also have a turtle turtle like shell on their back. They're also green, but they also have these strange things on their knees that look like tiger's claws growing out of their knees. What I thought was interesting about them is that there is one way to get rid of them, which is to find their most recent kill, mm-hmm. take it out into the middle of a field, mm-hmm. and put it on a cot and build a small hut of grass and mud around it. Mm-hmm. The Suiko will go searching for that corpse. For some reason, when it's put out into a field, it's, it interests them. So they're intrigued and they go to it. Mm-hmm. And then they'll just walk in circles around the corpse. And they can't stop walking in circles around the corpse. For some reason, they're just compelled to. And as the corpse rots and deteriorates and, and you know, decomposes, mm-hmm. so does the Suiko. Mm. That's an easy enough recipe to follow. Yeah. I mean, you have to wait for it to kill someone to get rid of it, but yeah. there's a way to do it. And, we're, and build a weird grass hut. Yeah. <laughs> My DIY skills aren't so great. <laughs> I don't think it has to be really uh, well-constructed. Okay, cool. Cause it yeah, won't. I think... <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you can just... just throw one up and it doesn't have to stand for very long just long enough for a body to rot really cool yeah so there i feel better i mean there's so many mer folk mer creature stories i'd love to tell but uh that would be just getting a little that'd be getting a little carried away yeah mermaids are definitely a part of our popular culture and have been for a long long time they were on heraldry um, in Britain, they are in churches, like I said. They're in our films, they're in our books, they're in our bedtime stories. You know, they're all over the place. I think there's something very intriguing about, you know, these sorts of half-human, half-fish stories. It just kind of goes to show how much the ocean has influenced our thinking in sort of the last few hundred years, a few thousand years, really. Yeah, I mean, I... I've... I found myself really wanting to look into um, <laughs> why we thought manatees were mermaids. Oh, so, because when they when they when they um, when they swim, when you see them in murky waters and they swim around, they look like they have humanoid skeletons. Huh. So like, because they are bulbous and unattractive. Yeah. Um. I think or are those the like pink dolphins that they look like they've got knees. Um, it's really odd. Yeah, I think, I mean, I sort of, uh, in that article that I read, it put mermaids in the same species category as um, uh, manatees. So okay. it's, it's saying that these mermaids may look more like manatees than people. But with the Great. way that our popular imagination has taken it, it's it's like artistic license has created this very beautiful woman or, you know, handsome man slash fish. Whereas what these sailors are actually reporting are these pretty hideous looking uh, nasty things. Um, but, but, but I mean, they were also like 
compelled to follow mermaids and their beautiful singing to the rocks and they would dash their boats against the rocks so i mean they were they were obviously lured by them so my thinking is how lonely were these soldiers or these sailors (laughs) that manatees were looking pretty hot i think it's probably a combination of as fun you know i I agree um probably pretty horny um but Uh. i think it's a combination of them telling these stories and then embellishing them as yeah. well and then there being a bit of artistic license on top so what is was actually started as like a weird grotesque creature they then create into like oh but it was a pretty woman and then the yeah, pretty I woman bet it, yeah i bet it was at some point some sailors banged some manatees and then they felt <laughs> really weird about it so they had to just be like no they were these gorgeous women they had fishtails i didn't know i couldn't comp- i couldn't comp- i couldn't stop myself i mean they could probably hump a manatee, but I'm not so sure that they could actually go on full coitus. I wouldn't pass them to try. <laughs> um, what's the old saying? Um, no. <laughs> what's that old saying? <laughs> How to bang a manatee. Yeah, I was going to so, try to yeah. call something like that, but I, I just couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for letting me get some some little extra little blurbies out that, that made me happy. Good. I'm glad that it did make you happy. And yeah. this hopefully just like a little, we don't know how long it'll end up being, maybe 20 minutes, maybe 15 minutes, just a little mini-sode for your yeah. listening satisfaction. And I hope you didn't hear my burp then. <laughs> I know I did. <laughs> right, Melanie, I'm gonna go get my tea out of the oven. I'm making pie and mash and grilled aubergines. So I gotta get back to that. It was a pleasure listening Thanks. to your stories. It was a pleasure telling them. <laughs> and stay tuned for our next episode where we go more in depth about mermaids. Yes. Right, yeah. so um I'm gonna go get my tea and Melanie's gonna go um what were you doing? I'm going to go p- play some more God of War. And, like, yeah. Mm. Brilliant. Have God fun. I will. <laughs> All right, everybody, thank you for listening, and uh, see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.